Welcome to FCPD Black, White, and Blue, a podcast series about the experiences of police officers, both past and present, and our work with community partners in building bridges beyond the badge to serve Fairfax diverse communities. As you know, September 15th through October 15th is Hispanic Heritage Month. Throughout the month, we are highlighting some of our Hispanic officers and how their culture plays an important role in law enforcement. My name is Howard Ludwig, and I work for the Public Affairs Bureau for the Fairfax County Police Department. Today, we are speaking with Noemi Romero. Welcome, Noemi. Hi, good morning. Um, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? What do you do with Fairfax County, and uh, how did you end up there? So, good morning. My name is Noemi Romero. I've been employed with the Fairfax County Police Department since 2013. I'm currently assigned to the Victim Service Division. I have a bachelor's degree in criminal justice and social behavioral science and from Marymount University and a master's degree from the University of Maryland. After I graduated from Marymount, I worked um, with victims of domestic violence for a few years and after I graduated from my master's degree, I was given the opportunity um, to work for Fairfax County and work with all crime victims. So are you a sworn member of the police department? I am a civilian. Great. Great. Um, and can you tell us a little bit about uh, your background, your family? How did you end up becoming part of the Fairfax County Police family? So um, a little bit about me. I was born in Peru. My father was in law enforcement and my mother was a paralegal. Growing up, I was surrounded by my parents, family, friends, and would hear their conversations regarding their cases. At a young age, I was always intrigued. Unfortunately, in the early 90s, Peru was attacked by local terrorism, and for my safety, my parents decided to leave the career, family, friends, and culture to restart their lives in the United States. Did you come directly to Fairfax County at that time? I came to Prince William County, and we lived there for a year, and shortly after, we moved um, to Herndon, Virginia. Great. And did your father continue his career in law enforcement here in the United States? Unfortunately not. Um, my father started working in construction, and my mother started working at a local fast food restaurant. However, um, their main focus was to make sure that I got a proper education, and so I felt a sense of responsibility to continue making my parents proud and decided to work for the criminal justice system. Um, so what drew you to law enforcement? Um, Growing up, I would help my parents and family members translate all the time. Um, they would seek me to help express their needs, their concerns um, to professional staff, sometimes law enforcement, sometimes medical. And watching them struggle to express themselves because they didn't have the language abilities definitely encouraged me even more being able to be that person to use my skills, the fact that I am able to be bilingual and speak Spanish and English, um, I am able to help the Latino community in Fairfax County and any county generally um, express their concerns and be that person that makes it okay for them to report to the police and make them feel comfortable, letting them know that I, we don't care about their immigration status. Um, we validate their feelings, their concerns about their past experience with law enforcement in their country or in the United States. Um, that's what drives me to continue being with victim services, to be able to help them during the most traumatic um, experience of their lives. 
I imagine there's some people that don't know that Fairfax County actually had a victim services division. Um, how do you explain what the victim services is and does for people that are unfamiliar with it? Victim services is um, a civilian division within the Fairfax County Police Department. There are one, if not two, victim specialists assigned to each police station in Fairfax County. Currently, we are now staffed with three Spanish-speaking advocates that work major crime cases such as homicides, adult sex crimes, child abuse, robberies, gang violence, domestic violence. Um, so we are here to help the community um, regardless of whatever language you do speak. Have there been times where your cultural background you think has been helpful in that, where maybe you were able to better connect with victims of crimes just based on your background? Absolutely. Um, being able to respond to a case and being able to meet um, a crime victim in their most um, scariest moments and being able to, for them to see somebody that looks like them, speaks their language, and give them a piece of sense of peace of mind in that moment that it's going to be okay. I'm here for you. This detective that's about to interview you is part of your team. Um, we're here to help you um, move forward from this moment until the end of the case or until you no longer need our services. And now, how, I'm sorry, I know you mentioned this before, but how long have you been with the Fairfax County Police Department? Since 2013. And how has um, your experience changed over time? In 2013, I was assigned to work out of the Mason District Station. I was there until 2017. And in 2017, I was promoted to be the first Spanish-speaking specialist for Fairfax County Police Department. Oh, that's great. What do you say to folks that maybe might be hesitant to call police, even though they are a victim of a crime or may have need for police services? Absolutely. Um, it happens all the time. Um, in the Latino community, they have lots of fears. They have the fear of, one, immigration, one, their past experience with law enforcement in their countries or here, um, their fear of not being able to speak English, not being able to get their point across. Um, I would tell people in our community that it's okay to report. Um, language and your fears will be addressed, and we are here to help you. And in your experience, um, have you worked often with uh, sworn officers that are of Latino and Hispanic descent? Or, um, and how, does, how have you seen those interactions play out uh, with the community members? I have worked um, with a few officers and detectives that are from Latino descent, and it has worked uh, great because the victims feel comfortable expressing themselves without an interpreter. Um, they feel more comfortable. They're talking to somebody that looks like them, understands their background, understands their fears, uh, and it has definitely helped cases move forward and have built a better connection. And do you work with children as well? I work with children, yes, children of sexual abuse and children of physical violence. I imagine those are hard cases. Are there um, times where uh, you kind of have to take a step back from your job? Those are very hard cases. Um, I haven't gotten to the point where I need to take a step back yet. Um, I stay focused on the case and the family and the children because at that moment they need me most. Yeah, I imagine. Um, 
in terms of having those difficult conversations, wh how, what are some things that you might do to prepare yourself, or how, how do you approach situations like that? I just take it one case at a time. Yeah. I do. Um, and after the case is over, I would imagine you've created some strong bonds with some folks um, that you've met along the way. Uh, are there people that you have kept in touch with and kind of people you've maybe, uh, I don't know, like stories that kind of stick with you? Absolutely. Um, I've connected very strong bonds with a lot of my cases, um, many times for even homicide cases or child abuse cases. Um, I will try to remember their birthdays. Um, and if it's a homicide case, I will send flowers if I can. Um, for child abuse cases, I keep track. I have a list of to help certain kids with book bags for back to school or coats during the winter season. And in terms of the Victim Services Division, um, it's a division I think most people don't normally think of with the police department. You know, most people think about the patrol division or the helicopters or the dogs. But I think Victim Services plays a very important role, and even more so in Fairfax County than perhaps other jurisdictions. Um, how does the Victim Services in Fairfax County really stand out, uh, in your opinion? I would say that we definitely stand out because we respond with the detectives. We are on an on-call rotating um, basis. There's two of us always on call. Um, the Spanish speakers are on constant standby. So if there is a case and there is a detective that is responding, we are responding as well. Be it 2 o'clock in the morning or 3 o'clock in the morning, we are out there with the detectives and the victim and addressing their needs. So you go respond at 2 o'clock in the morning when something goes bad, you're on call and you go out there right alongside uh, the detectives then? Absolutely. Yes, we do. So do you have you developed good relationships with those detectives as well? And what would you have to say about folks that, again, might be hesitant to work with detectives or speak with detectives? Yeah, I work hand-in-hand -hand with different major crime detectives, and it's actually, um, it's actually very rewarding to be able to be out there with a detective and see a Spanish speaker feel a little bit uncomfortable at that moment. She's, she or he may be afraid because the detective may not look like him or her, and it's my, I take it upon myself to build that relationship, to tell that victim, like, hey, this, this detective right here, he is specialized in whatever crime category we're being called out to. And I try to help build that relationship, and i kind of like their hype person. Like, this is your person. This, we're your team. We're going to get you through this. You're not alone. We're going to be with you towards the until the end of this case. And it, it's very rewarding to be able to see somebody that comes in with their shoulders up, scared to even talk, and just see them share everything that they've been through and see the case out through the end. And now once cases are over, do you, do you also keep in touch with them? Or once the case is over, is your kind of relationship uh, over at that point? I leave it up to the victim. Um, if I leave it up to them to call me. They always know that they can call me at any time once the case is over. A lot of time they just want to put this behind them and move on. Um, many times for the holidays I'll get random text messages. Um, Thank you for your help. Merry Christmas or Happy New Year's. Um, so I leave it up to them. Among your coworkers, are there other things that you've kind of seen uh, within the Victim Services Division that might be something that's universal perhaps, uh, 
things that like, oh, this, this type of personality tends to be attracted to this type of work? I think my coworkers and I are people who want to help. We are the giving type of people. Um, we are selfless. We sometimes put our families um, behind at 2 o'clock in the morning. Some of us have kids. Many of us are working mothers. And um, we choose to be here. We choose to be here for the community. And we choose to help others. And in terms of law enforcement and working so closely with law enforcement, I think some people might be hesitant to choose a career in law enforcement, uh, whether it's as a civilian or as a sword member. Uh, what would you t say to somebody who might be considering a career in law enforcement but might be a little bit on the fence? As a Latino? Yes. I would say please come and join the Fairfax County Police Department. Please come and join um, my unit the victim service division or come and join and be a police officer come or and grow and be a detective or grow in the department um, use your skills use your background use your culture to connect with the community um, the community needs more latino speakers the community needs more people to be bridges between them police officers and the commonwealth attorney's office the community needs more latino advocates that's great now, where did you go to uh, high school at? Did you go to high school in Fairfax? I did. I actually went to two high schools. I went to Herndon High School, okay. and I went to a high school in Loudoun County, which is Potomac Falls. Oh, nice. And in terms of the Latino community in Fairfax County and the Washington, D.C. region, um, is there anything that you've noticed that's kind of specific to this community um, that maybe uh, stands out? I think the Latino community are resilient people. I think that um, we could be going through the hardest times of our lives, but we always pull through. And with proper guidance and with proper professional staff, um, crime victims can move forward. And what do you think that resiliency comes from? Perhaps their past, their culture, things that they've lived through in their home countries. Nice. Um, have you, you had mentioned you were born in Peru, correct? Yes. Have you been back since? I actually go back maybe more than I need to. <laughs> <laughs> How often is that? Um, my daughter, she dances a competitive Peruvian dance, so we probably go very frequently for her to compete. Oh, nice. Tell us more about the competitive, competitive Peruvian dance. What is that about? She dances marinera. It's a traditional Peruvian dance. Um, and it's all age categories. And once a year, there is a World Cup of Marinera. And this past year, she competed in August for her first World Cup. And out of 200 participants, she made it to top 10. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you. That's wonderful. Did you compete in the same dance? No. I always wanted to learn to dance, um, but my parents had to work multiple hours. Oh, okay. So yeah. you're a dance mom. I am a dance mom. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's really cool. Um, now, uh, how many children do you have? I have two. Two? Uh, both girls, girl and boy? Um, my daughter, she's 13, and my son, he'll be two. Nice. Oh, so there's a big gap between them. Big gap. <laughs> nice. uh, is Peruvian dancing, uh, is that strictly for girls or is there, uh, or can boys do it? Do boys do it too? Absolutely. Yeah. Peruvians, Latinos, we all love to dance. Oh, great. <laughs> great. Do you anticipate your son uh, getting involved as well? If my husband lets him. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, 
Cool. Do you currently live in Fairfax County? I do. Oh, whereabouts? I live by the West Springfield Station. Oh, nice. And uh, what's been your experience now growing up in in Fairfax, but now living living here as a resident uh, and raising your family here? What's been your experience there? I feel safe here. Mm-hmm. I feel safe um, in Fairfax County. I know that there's crime everywhere, um, but we just can't be all sheltered from it, I suppose. Um, I love Fairfax County. I love the people that I work with. Um, I love the people that I work for. And I I hope to continue raising my children here and my family. Uh, Noemi, thank you so much for your time. Um, I want to take a moment uh, to also thank you for your dedication to improving our agency as we continue to serve Fairfax County at the highest level. Uh, To our listeners, we hope you enjoyed listening to FCPD Black, White, and Blue. Be sure to tune in next week to learn more about our diverse and changing culture here at FCPD. Thank you. (music) 